Hi. Hello. Hello, podcast. Hello, it's the internet. We are busy, so let's do this. I'm going to use this voice the entire podcast, Mike. This is so weird, because I don't think I've ever heard you do a voice ever. Oh, <laughs> like, I have just, so many just, characters. Just, oh. <laughs> just to hear you do a voice is very strange oh. to me. Not that it's bad. No, no <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sure it's terrible, but uh, that, you know, that's all right. These yeah, are my don't characters. Don't so hard on yourself. You did all right. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. It's the internet. You're busy. Let's do this. Uh, welcome to the Games Beat Decides podcast, your weekly source for us talking about Zelda spoilers. We're going to talk Zelda yeah. spoilers, or I'm going to tell you up front. This, yeah. I'll try to remind you a bunch of times that we're talking Zelda spoilers, but I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb, with me, Mike Minotti. Hey, it's me, Mike Minotti. And like I said, we're talking Zelda spoilers. It's Mike, the spoiler cast. I'm, I, I think I've said Zelda so much that I'm, I'm having a hard time actually pronouncing Zelda. Like, I feel like I say Zelda. Like, I th- like, like, you know, when people talk like the cell shaded Zelda, like sometimes it comes out sounding like Zelda. Instead like of like a C instead of a Z. Yeah, instead of Zelda. Zelda. It's yeah. just like you're saying it fast. Zelda, well, Zelda, Zelda. Yeah, pro- I mean, but I'm like, I'll try to get like, I, I so I'm started putting my baby to bed with uh, Zelda's lullaby music. So I'll be like, uh, to my, oh, my Alexa, I'll be like, computer, because I've set it up to be the Star Trek computer. Computer. Oh, like, I would, sure. Play Zelda's lullaby. And it's like, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, God, how, I mean, how many other things called Zelda's lullaby can there be? Just get it. Get it right. So I, there's uh, a lot of different versions, Jeff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They only, it only plays this one version from uh, some like cover band called the Zelda Players. Um, there you go. So, Mike, it's, it's been yeah. a lot of Zelda. Uh, we're going to get into this really soon, but first, I want to tell the people to check us out on GamesBeat.com. If they have anything to share with us, they should email the podcast at GamesPlusPodcast at VentureBeat.com. That's the plus sign in there. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, anything like that, there's an audio version of this podcast, and you can get that on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere that you download the pods. Uh, if finally, if you like the show, get on iTunes. Give us one of those five-star reviews to help other people discover the show. It really helps us out. I'd rather get a four-star review. I think that'd be really cool. I mean, four stars is still really respectable. Although, apparently, in most things, in like any of those apps where like you rate other people, like Uber or like if you rate a restaurant, four stars is it might as well be one star. Apparently, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I, I never like pay attention to those ratings very much, especially like in a, like an Uber app. I'm like, just give me a ride. I don't care. You, may, I mean, just don't murder me. I guess. Uh, yeah, right. If it says one star will murder, I won't take that. But other otherwise, I'm I'm all good. Um, but so speaking of like based society, yeah. we shouldn't even vote in elections. We just give the uh, the people star rating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that'll that'll be how it works out. And just like uh, our Uber drivers are all going to be in charge of us very soon. Um, Mike, so Zelda. You've beaten it. I beat it this weekend. Yep, so. I, I've beaten it. Um, I've played a lot of. I put. A, I put I'm like it says like right now as the uh, the counter. I don't know when the counter starts because I look at other people's profiles on the Switch and it's like started eight days ago. But for a few people who had it for longer than that, it's like has played for sixty five hours or more, and I'm at a hundred hours or more right now. So, so I played a lot of Zelda. Um, and I, I I think it's probably about time where we can start doing a podcast like this where we say, hey, we're just going to talk about everything, no holding back, anything that's happened in the game that we feel like talking about, we're going to talk about. So why don't we jump into that right now with some Zelda sure. spoilers. Um, any any particular place you want to start? Do you want to just maybe start with the end? I kind of do want to start at the end. Yeah, that's kind of like where I have uh, kind of the most to say right now, I think. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what, are your, like, what are your general thoughts? Uh, I think, well, the short version is... Uh, like infiltrating the castle incredible that whole yes. thing was great mm-hmm. um ganon phase one was was all right 
Ganon Phase 2, kind of a letdown. Yeah, it looked cool. Um, it looked really cool. He does absolutely nothing. He does not no. attack you. No. I, I, can, can you even, like, get hit by his giant beam thing? I don't know, because, like, I, I wasn't... And it did it he, sucked uh, that, like, the one time I didn't know what to do was the very last thing to do. Like, I didn't realize I had to, like, use the the wind off, like, the fiery grass that he shot his beam off of. Yeah. But I was literally just standing in front of him, spamming the arrows and the slit on his mm-hmm. head, because... I, I wasn't exactly sure what to do until Zelda said, "Hey, idiot! Use your your <laughs> your, your, your your sail." I was like, "Oh, did that? Do you oh, think okay. that kind of spoiled it for you that you um that you needed to be told and you didn't figure it out your own and maybe that's yeah, because awesome. that's why so much of the game was awesome because right? there's all these different things to do and you figure right. it out. So it kind of sucked. The very last thing I did was you know Zelda told me what to do and then I did it and you know maybe it's because I was an idiot who didn't figure it out on my own, but it still like did not feel great. And also I was literally standing right in front of him. He's like shooting this fire thing just completely misses me like, like you know there just wasn't so like a, a really good final boss and gaming in general has like this final boss issue right now where we're not very good at it anymore for whatever mm-hmm. reason like a, like a final boss should be like a, a combination of like kind of all the things you learned in the game and phase one was kind of that in phase two it was suddenly for you know they put you on the horse which seems strange to me because the horse never seemed that important in the grand scheme of things of the game to me you know, it was kind of cool that it was like actually your horse. Like, it was the horse who you was like, okay, right. my horse is here. Right. So, we're, we're doing a horse thing. That's whatever. Then, you know, you get infinite ammo, basically. I'm like, well, that kind of seems against the whole spirit of this. I mean, it's, and, it was, it's reminiscent of like other like Zelda games where she gives you this, the, the bow and arrow right. of light and mm-hmm. whatever. But you're, you're right. It no. does feel kind of antithetical to the rest of this game. Right. And then, you know, you're just kind of shooting some target. And, you know, there's basically just one way to do it. Use the light arrows on these targets. You know, right. the thing. I actually didn't, like, yeah, I didn't know I was supposed to equip that that air, that bow and arrow. So I'm like, shoot. I'm like, I thought it would auto equip because like, uh, why would sorry. I have anything? Like, why wouldn't I be able to use anything else? I think I had the maximum number of bow and arrows uh, before that. So I'm like, I have no more spots. So clearly it's going to give me one more spot and it's going to auto equip it. But I'm, so I'm like shooting like five arrows at a time using my like savage lionel bow, which is dope. Uh, and I'm like, sure. well, I'm not doing anything. I'm hitting these things. It's not doing anything. I'm like, Oh, I have to equip this thing. So, so that was my, my big hiccup there. Uh, so I, I, and I didn't, I, yeah, you're right. I, it felt weird. And I'm wondering what would happen if you didn't have like a horse companion. If like somehow you played a lot of this game and like I you just avoided you horses. I'm sure it just gives you something. something. Yeah. It has to like, you know, give you something there, I, I guess. And it was a cool idea, this idea of like chasing the, the beast skin and like around on the horse and whatnot. But, and the scale was cool. It like looked neat, but like wasn't very, it wasn't a compelling gameplay experience. Yeah. Right? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like, it's not. Yeah. It's not the thing that you should ever come to this game for. Uh, there are right. other things. And I was just. Other high points, uh, and this is just kind of like, uh, okay, it looks cool, but that's it. It was just, it was just kind of bummed me out a little bit that like my least favorite thing I did in the game was maybe the last thing, and that's not where you want that to happen. Yeah, that's fair. I, I and I didn't mean to, you know, I'm not so sorry. Honestly, I still love this game. I think it's incredible. Like that, like that, that was last thing. And, you know, the ending itself, it's a very subdued. There's not much to it. That that's fine. In did you a get way. all the memories? Because I, I haven't yet. I got all the memories. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got all the memories. I didn't like do. I didn't hundred percent much else. I got all the divine beasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think I got like what maybe sixty eight of the shrines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and then, you know, I, I so and that's kind of the question I'm coming to now that I I beat the game. And I don't know if we want to get into this like longer discussion of like is this the best Zelda? And you know, it, it's up there. And that's like what I'm trying to figure out. And my favorite one is Wind Waker. 
And one thing Wind Waker has going for it, and like, you know, if I'm doing the plus minus, is that Wind Waker has a great ending and a great final boss. Right, and that final that's boss. That's that famous one. Yeah. It's one of the final it, bosses I actually remember from in, like any game. Like most of these right. things go in my head and I'm like a sieve and they fall right out. I don't remember them. I get to go back and play them again and that's nice. But with, with Wind Waker, I remember that ending. I remember that boss. I remember how you kill him and everything. Right. It's like, so like, the, you know, like just like the last like input is so important. Right. Mm-hmm. And the last input in Wind Waker is you push that B button, you do that epic like roll and jump and you shove the sword in Ganondorf's head. Like, that's awesome. You know, and the last input here was shooting, you know, another uh, light arrow at the shiny weak point. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, yeah. And it, I mean, and the scale of it was cool, but I think maybe had they did had they brought it down to a smaller scale at that very last moment to give you a moment similar to Wind Waker, that might have worked better. Now, I, for me, it won't be the last moment of the game. I've gone back and played so much other sure. stuff, and I've, I'm I'm still exploring the world and doing all these other things. That it's going to uh, it's going to be like a small kind of minor bump that I that I'm not too worried about. It's not going to really hurt my overall view of the game. Um, and we maybe we, we should get into whether or not this is the big the best Zelda ever pretty soon. But like, are there any other points of this game that we should talk about that we think? Uh, I mean, well, I want to go back because you know I don't want to be a complete bummer on like the whole kind of ending thing because again that the infiltration of uh, Hyrule Castle was really cool and I like that they just thought okay we're gonna play the Zelda theme now. Um, you're like there's all these different points of entry. Um, and stuff like that you can kind of go in and out of the tower you can find uh zelda's room and like like learn some things mm-hmm. in there just uh it's like that whole thing i thought was pretty cool and you had you know had the guardians outside you had all the moblins inside like and i barely even explored as much of that castle as i could and there were a lot right. of just neat equipment and things to find in there um you know like it's like oh i can go up this waterfall i can clip the zora thing or you know my, now my stamina is really high i can just kind of climb up this wall here and stuff and you know, I've, I prepare, so I got, I have a lot of guardian arrows, so I'm not that worried about those things. Do do you think there is a little bit of the, uh, this is a problem I have with a lot of open world games, the reverse difficulty curve, where by the end of the game, yeah. you're you're so prepared, um, you have so many more tools, like even just having all of those, um, those four like divine spirit things, right? Like having your bosses fury and yeah, um, it, it, having all four, it, what all it does is like cuts his health in half. And you start from you start the battle with Ganon uh, with and him, he has half health, um, right? And that's that's you know it's cool. And then but then having all those abilities on top of that kind of uh, like really does make it like for example you were saying like you uh, took the uh, the fire the 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 updraft to kill the eye because you know Zelda told you I saw the updraft and I'm like okay I'm just gonna go use the. Uh, uh, the you know what Revolti's Revolti's Gale, yeah, whatever, yeah, and I jumped up and I did that sure. and shot the eye, and that was cool and it was nice to have. But I, I also used that to like get into the castle. Um, there was a part where I'm like, I don't know how to get forward here, and I'm sure that I'd have to keep going around and continue fighting guardians, uh, doing all these other things. All I did was the the Gale jumped up and was able to get right into the room where the final battle starts. So right, it, it's just kind of like you're. So the whole game is about preparing for this one boss fight that you can go to any time, which is cool. But there's always this problem where you you're kind of over prepared for it, right? Like I go there, I have four fairies, oh, I yeah. have Mifa's Grace, I have like fifteen uh, foods that's going to like restore my health and give me bonus hearts. Right? There was really almost no chance to fail. Yeah, it, it, in, in yeah. If you are taking advantage of all the systems, if you have all those upgrades. Yes, the final boss fight in, in particular is rather easy. And really, I mean, at that point, it feels like uh, 
kind of going out in the world and fighting any of the mini bosses is also rather easy. Like I've started taking on um, white main lionels. I haven't found any silver lionels. I'm still looking for those. Uh, but like, and like I'll come across some Olduga and I, I have plenty of time to figure out the battles because I'm going to be able to restore my life, you know, all, like beyond its maximum mm -hmm. HP over and over because you're right. I always have all uh, enough food for all, all of right. that. Yeah. Part of me always thinks the game was, you know, most interesting in the earlier phases when your tools were a lot more limited and fights would often kind of be more deadly. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think, I think it does a good job of still kind of keeping the curve somewhat, uh, difficult because you are finding things that are so much more like the, every right. silver think, yeah. enemy is still pretty difficult. Um, mm -hmm. and e even if it's just frustrating in terms of figuring out how to like, how to like get in their weak, weak points, they're the spots where they are going to swing at you and, and attack. Cause you have to maximize your damage to them or else they will just keep hitting you over and over and killing you pretty quickly because they are so powerful. Um, but then there's like, um, I, and I don't know if you've been there. I actually haven't been there. I've been putting it off. I've heard about this, this, uh, this challenge island ever time, like even tied isle. Have you been out there? No, I have not. So this is an isle uh, where you go there. Uh, you have to, it takes a while to get out there cause you have to get on a ship and, you know, blow the, the sail with a leaf. Okay, I think I know where this place is. Cause I seem like, yeah, it's like the very bottom right corner. Yeah, exactly. It's like, of, it's, yeah. um, I think it's named like coho lit like point, like after, um, the Link's awakening. So I'm like, I'm going to go there eventually. I've been putting it off, but, uh, then I found out what it is. It's this place where you go and you, it strips you of everything. Uh, you are like, it strips you of all your armor. You're like a naked link running around. You, I think you have three hearts and you oh, have to do these sweet. three, you have to do these three challenges. And if you, um, fail any one of them, you have to start over from the beginning of Ooh. doing these things and you have to keep doing it. And you can't like, I don't think you can escape the aisle. Um, you know, with all your stuff until you complete it. Uh, you, you can, of course, go back to a previous save, but uh, getting off the aisle requires you to, like, really kind of master all the systems of the game. And it seems like that is um, something that I hope they do a lot more of, where yeah. they kind of put you in a situation where you are limited to what you can use. Like, I like the, um, I, I like the, the challenge shrines because they don't let you always use those, those, those special abilities you get from the divine beasts. Like, I'm, right, I'm like, right. Oh, I'm just going to use the, you know, Rivali's Gale right here to get up to that point. Oh yeah. It doesn't work in here. So anytime you're limited in the game, it, it seems like a, uh, a much better, uh, experience. And, and I think maybe like the small issues, I, you know, I think I, I do like the combat. I think it's good. I think it works well. I think the things like the weapon durability is awesome, but I think the game is the exploration and the puzzle elements mm -hmm. are the better parts of it. Well, and, and the, you know, you can't, you can't really on have combat. those. Yeah. Straight on combat. Right. It's not really even the, uh, the strong point of that. It's like when you start realizing the other things you can do to take on enemies, mm -hmm. like rolling boulders down and, you know, throwing, um, throwing something metal into the middle of a crowd and during a right. thunderstorm. And, and even some of that, that stuff, stuff becomes less effective when the enemies become yeah. a lot harder, right? You're more dependable, more depending on just kind of brute force and, and stuff like that sometimes. But yeah, so. Um, I will say one thing. I another kind of moment that I really liked was the whole Master Sword, the way that yeah, that it was that handled was in the game way, in yeah. general. So what it what does is, yeah, what, yeah, what they so do, they got, they kind of like uh, you find the Lost Woods, you go to this Karok Forest, um, you kind of you navigate it, you get to the certain point where the Master Sword is, and it's sitting there, and you can walk right up to it, and you can start to pull it out, but if you don't have enough hearts, you can't get it out, and. Um, as you're pulling it out, you're holding, just holding on the B button. That's all you're doing. And your life is fading, fading, fading. You could see like a quarter heart at a time. It's counting down, counting down. Um, and that moment where like you pull it out and you might have like a sliver of life left was 
uh, pretty intense for me. I, no, I, that I, was, had like, I had like a heart and a half left or something like I that. I had a quarter of a heart left, and yeah. it was one of the most exciting things I've ever done in a game. I was yeah, so that's thrilled. so cool. I did it the first time, and I was just going to do it. And like the tree, you know, he stopped me. He said, all right, stop, idiot. You're going to kill yourself. Right. Next time, I'm not going to stop you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a few more hearts and come back. And like I came back, I was like, I thought I was pretty close last time, so let's give it a shot. And I mean, it's like that thing where it's like he's real close. I'm like, I'm not letting go. I'm going to get the sword. And like when you pull it out, it's awesome. It is awesome. And I think some people would be like, oh, it sucks that the Master Sword like has a, a kind of durability, right? Uh, and I was actually really thankful that it did. Yeah, me too, because I, I wanted to keep switching stuff. Right. I, I was worried that like once I got the Master Sword, I'd be like, well, why use anything else? Right. So, yeah, and the way it works is basically it has charges where instead of breaking, it becomes unavailable for 10 minutes right. is all that happens. So it's still, you know, you don't have to... I, I was never like, oh, I can't use the Master Sword right now. I need to save it. I was like, I'm going to use it when it, you know quote-unquote breaks I'll, I'll get it back later until then i use some other weapons and stuff like i'm glad it didn't just become oh you have the master sword you don't need any weapons anymore because i really do like the whole having to like think on your feet like having to have a different amount of weapons like how it was even valuable to have a couple of crappy weapons because you sometimes just needed things to like hit things in stasis or, or yeah. you know to mine with or like yeah like exactly that. like if you um if you had a master sword and it didn't break like, what's the point of, like, the hammers where, like, the hammers are really good at mining ore and, like, they mm-hmm. break in one hit and they last longer when they're going up against rock and stuff like that? It's like, no, I'll just use the Master Sword. I don't care if it takes five or six hits. Uh, whatever. It's like, it's still, you still want to, like, think creatively and it forces you to. And I don't mind that at all. Did you find the Hylian Shield? No, I did not. So, so uh, I mean, do you mind if I tell you where it is? No, tell me. That's so, like, yeah, it's like it's fun now just to talk to friends and like find where some it, stuff yeah. is. So there's a Stalnox, uh, basically one of those skeleton Hynoxes, uh, in the basement of the castle of of Hyrule oh. Castle. And if you are uh, if you come in through like a side entrance, uh, like you blow up a wall and you take a minecart in. Um, and I saw keep, that minecart. Yeah, you keep going that way. You'll eventually get to like the the, the barracks where they have the, everything locked up. And I go in through here, and there's a couple guys that are actually kind of kicking my ass. So uh, after I get the 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 you know the one of the cells opened up uh, by hitting a switch, I kind of lure them in there, and I run out and I hit the switch and I lock them in there, and I just don't even deal with them. And I go a couple cells down, and there is this Stalnox. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fight this guy because why not? I like fighting these big bosses. Uh, they're sure. cool. I beat him. Uh, a, a treasure chest drops, you open it up, and it's the Hylian shield. I'm that like, whoa, that's awesome. That actually. was cool. That's I'm, I'm getting it right cool. as I'm like going in to fight Ganon. Like, that's I get neat. it right there. I'm like, holy nut, that's so that's so awesome. Like, just to have this moment where I was like, I'm not going to keep looking for it. I know it's in the game. I've given up on like finding it before I'm going to do this big battle. And yet, it right. still it just fell right in my lap, and it was really cool. And I, I know, I guess the way you get like the traditional green tunic outside of like Amiibos is uh, you had to just go to all 120 shrines, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. I, I was hoping something uh, like that would happen after you got all of them. So I'm going to keep uh, at so, it. Yeah so, yeah. so that's like a real big incentive to right. do that now, right? For sure. Just, it's or funny how like something that's just so normal. Bucks. Like getting a getting the helium shield and getting like the outfit. Like, oh, yeah, I need to work real hard for that. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Um mm-hmm. Were there any other like exploration moments that really stuck out to you? Um, Did you come across that like heart shaped pond that was up in the one mountains? And there's just this like real, it's just this real simple side quest with a Gerudo girl and this guy. And the guy's like, oh, it's like, because you hear people talk about there's some pond that looks like a heart and you go there and you can find your true love. I feel, I think I found the pond, but I don't think I did any side quests there. Yeah. So like I I find this thing. I didn't even realize for so like, oh, this looks like a heart. 
And there's just this like rude woman, like, oh, I'm trying to meet a, a vey or a var, whatever they call it. Right, yeah. They call a boy. And there's like a guy across there's like, oh my God, I, this girl's cute. I like her. Uh, give her a flower for me. It's, you know, stupid Aww. stuff, but it was just great. That's cool. Uh, just, you know, mm-hmm. I uh, kind of. Just last night, I was uh, running around and I saw the blue glow on this, this one hilltop. Um, and I like, I chased it down and I got there and it's a bunch of bloopies. Those, uh, I just, I just did this yesterday. Yeah. This Lord of the mountain thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I, um, you know, I I stumble in there and I see it. I'm like, Oh wow, this is really cool. I'm like, I I wonder if I can get on the back of this thing. Cause it's this, uh, it looks kind of like a horse deer God thing. It looks like the meat. It looks like the thing from, uh, yes, it is the uh, thing from princess Mononoke. uh, Princess Mononoke. What is it? The God of the forest or this, the forest spirit. Um, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna, I bet I get on his back and he gives me a bunch of coins cause it's surrounded by bloopies. I'm assuming it's going to be something like that. But, uh, I, I screwed it up. I, I messed it up cause he like, uh, he noticed me right as I got the mount, like the mount option and he, uh, turned around and he headbutted me and knocked me out. And when I got up, he was, he had disappeared and the blue light had disappeared and I lost my opportunities. So, uh, again, I was kind of over in Hyrule field and I saw it, saw the light and I went right over there. And this time I, Made sure I had all my stealth armor on, and I upped my stealth with a with a you know temporary buff. Got in there, got on his back, uh, and was able to soothe him. And then it's like, oh no, this is just now a mount you can ride around. And he's oh. like, yeah, and he's got like wow. endless, he's got endless stamina. Um, he he, uh, you could take him to a stable, but they don't take him. They're like, wait, that's the Lord of the Mountain. You're gonna get us all cursed, which is more like Princess Mononoke and stuff. Right. It was it was cool to have him for a while, and I'm like, and then I took him in Hyrule Field and uh. I uh, had a bunch of guardians and the guardians shot him and he, he like he like evaporated after like one shot. So so that wasn't cool, but uh it was nice to have him for a while and like just like run like That's it's pretty a, neat. Yeah, it's a way to like get across the world really quickly if you're like trying to find something. But it's more more than that, it was just a neat moment. Um Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like it, I got there and I just didn't know what I was doing. I was kinda like well, I, was, I was wondering if maybe I could just talk to him. So I just like walked over there and right. then he disappeared. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh it was super cool. I, I but there's like tons of stuff like that where it's just like you see something and you, I mean, it's like though that uh, saying at the airport: you see something, say something. You see something, go after it and do it. Oh yeah, because it's that, gonna lead that's to something. When the cool. game is its best, is and it's, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. Like a lot of it is, you know, like like the more structured moments are are still plenty cool, like going to the divine beast and all that stuff. But it is just its best when you're just running around looking for things, going to shrines, mm-hmm. finding coric seeds, finding weird things here and there. Did um, did you have a favorite of the divine beasts? Um. I, I think I like the the uh, Zora one. The best. I was gonna say Zora too, and it they're not, all it's not a shame, but it's like that's the first one I did. Same here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it, you're kind of just by there because it's not far from a yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah, and all this stuff. It kind of just makes called. sense. You're sort of right. navigated it, there a little bit. It, that one was cool because it had like I don't know. You felt like you had the most uh, relationship building with Link and the people there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Um, and it was just you know the elephant was really cool. Like, like the last one I did was um, the Rudo, right? And that one actually seemed kind of like it was it was relatively short that the whole time you spend there doing that. Yeah, was, you're rewarded uh, w- with more stuff if you spend time talking to the people there. Uh, right. there, there. There's a lot of storytelling in the city itself and, and what the people are doing, what they'll say. But it's not as much a part of the um, of that quest. So it's easier to miss and it's easier to kind of gloss over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's kind of this weird thing with like, again, like the idea of like, what is a difficulty curve? Because you can do these things in any order. Whereas like, you know, by the time I went to the last one of the, the, the flying one, it was really cool, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't very hard. I was able to kind of get through that one faster than any of the other mm-hmm. ones almost that that's like, all right, I guess, I guess it's time to go get Ganon and all that stuff. Yeah. Did, um, 
Yeah, Good. but I I probably liked the look of the Rudo place the most. Plus, it was you know when you're there, it, it plays like a variation of the uh, Dragon Roost Island theme from Wind Waker, which got me very excited. Yeah, I um I I thought that uh, every single one of those villages though was beautiful in their own way. Yeah, they're all they're distinct all really cool. and gorgeous, and like it. That's one of the things about the game that I was uh, was blown away by. You you're traveling across this land, and it's very it's varied in the way it looks across its its. Landscapes, but then the the man made structures or the you know the the, the humanoid made structures all had like a lot of life to them. They they all felt mm-hmm. like they represented the people that lived there really well. Um, yeah, I appreciated that. Um, it's I, interesting how there's a lot of people worried that this game wasn't going to have like enough towns or or what have you. Yeah, it, just, it seems it has like a bunch, probably more than any other Zelda. It, I, it, I I think that's one of the. I, it felt like um the story was sort of informed by the amount of towns it had. Like they probably like here's what we can do and get away with in this in this engine that we have. We can have these um, outposts with horses, and we can you know these you know horse stables, which are these small mini towns, which are very cool. Um, and then we can have these four kind of main uh you know villages run by these but the divine beast quest or whatever and then there's Hatino village Kakariko uh maybe a couple others that are like in that middle right. range and the, like you have all the stables which are like little mini yeah yeah they like are, one yeah. building villages almost yeah and those are I, I love those um but it, it felt like uh like that's probably the most this game could do. So what they did is their story is, oh, you know, Hyrule has been destroyed. So it's kind of like right, people so living in decline. this. Yeah, yeah, it's just people living on the land, kind of barely scraping by. Uh, and I, so I felt like they did a good job of like justifying that and making it feel like a real living world uh, because the story made sense uh, alongside of like what you were experiencing in terms of well, like, the. And it was nice because I mean every single character has a name, right? And they have right. interesting different things to say to you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there aren't there aren't any like kind of just throwaway background characters that you know aren't doing anything, right? Yeah, if if you do come across the one that doesn't have a name, it's probably because he's about to kill you because they're like one of those like Yinga yeah, clan guys. I love the. I love those dudes. Um, and I, I did start just just started the quest where you like start building your own town. With yeah, that one guy. Uh, isn't that so weird? It's like there's this like town building, yeah, like, like mini game in the middle of this Zelda that you don't have to do at all. It's like off to the side, uh, and like you have to do like a, a smaller quest before you even get the option. Um, and it's like I, it's like this whole thing where I'm like, okay, this game's got so much going on in it uh, that they. You know, they it really felt like they were afraid of like making it feel empty in it. But that's the thing. In the end, it feels so dense. It feels like there's so much to do in mm-hmm. every little corner. All right, yeah, and it, it's great that it manages to feel dense without necessarily being dense with like people, right? Right. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. which is kind of like how Grand Theft Auto or something like that feels dense. Yeah, it's that feels like a um, window dressing, like mm-hmm. like they put up. Um, Oh, the visual density, yeah, where like you see the people, they're, they're doing something maybe, but in the end they they just feel like cardboard cutouts uh, put there for your benefit. Uh, and this one, it's like it, stuff's put there for your benefit, but it's stuff for you to interact with, uh, stuff for you to to explore and figure out and realize. Oh, that outcropping looks important because because it is important. Uh, so when you go out there and explore it, you're going to get rewarded for your curiosity, um, which is. Just a blast. I I, I like um, right now. I've really enjoyed uh, just kind of going to the edges of the map and like seeing what's right. out there, and like pushing. Like I went and I like pushed myself past like the mountains to the northwest, and I just kept going, kept going, got to the very edge, and it's like I'm like I at this is this is a point where I finally was kind of running low on some stuff. 
um, and kind of seeing a shrine out there, which would w- will act as a you know a a, a point where you a can jump. Of, yeah, yeah, a point where you can you know, fast travel. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna head for that. And as I'm like making a beeline for that, like a Stalnox popped out of the ground and created this huge mini boss fight in the middle of this world. Um, when, when I was really running low and having that fight and like barely scraping by was uh, an especially cool moment for me. I really liked that. Yeah, those organic, like just kind of mini bosses in the open world are probably some of the coolest fights. Yeah. Maybe even more so than like the fights in the shrines and uh, yeah. not necessarily the shrines, but the divine beast and whatnot. Yeah, th- those divine beast boss fights I thought were usually pretty good. And I think, I think I, um, Maybe the Rudo one wasn't the the best one, but all the other ones I thought. No, was that one like felt like I was just kind of spamming with arrows for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he kind of like stand, he keeps his distance, so you have to like you have to really just right. kind of do the ball, well, yeah, which is they, fine. It, it's just interesting in general, right? Because I mean, for so long, the kind of you know the the the, the formula for these fights is use that item you have in this dungeon, right? So mm-hmm. this is like you got a boomerang here, you're going to use a boomerang at some point, or and even when it wasn't quite. As much like that, there was still like a puzzle gimmick to every fight, right? Right. And there's exactly. right. you, you had to figure like they had devised a scheme for beating them, uh, and you had to follow the path that they set up for you. Uh, and if you didn't do that, then you weren't gonna you weren't right. gonna advance. Like, Here, it's like they have done something like that, but you could still solve it any way you want, and it might be brute forcing, it might be kind of uh, like ta- duct taped together, but in the end, like you still figured it out your own way, and it, it, I'm, I love the game for enabling that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely really cool. And see, but it is just so strange how many things aren't here. Like there aren't like you know really dungeons. Even, like I won't even I don't even know if I call the Divine Spirits dungeons. Right, yeah, they're, they're dungeon esque. It feels like they took all the parts of dungeons and separated them in, in, into their own distinct bits. So right. those uh, divine beasts are exploring a 3D space, which is something you got a lot in the dungeons uh, of of the past. And here it's like you're just exploring. There aren't very many enemies to fight. Like there's like almost zero. And then there's a boss battle at the end. Uh, but it's you know it's exploring that 3D space. And then the challenge shrines are all of these really small puzzle elements that might have filled these larger 3D spaces mm-hmm. uh, in the past you know, ripped out and put across the entire world. Um, and you could find them and, you know, do them in five minutes. Some are like 15 minutes at the most. Um, it, it, I, it's really interesting how they like really rethought that part of Zelda, which always felt like the part of Zelda they can mess with the least. The least yeah, right. It's like, that's like, okay, well you, you can mess with Zelda, but you have to have the dungeons exactly like they always are. They have to be this certain path you have to follow. And yeah, they, they messed with it and it still works. It, I, I don't feel like I've lost anything. Right. Yeah, even with you know the even with between worlds, it's just like oh, they're changing the form as much. I was still very much. Oh yeah, you know, those the whole game was basically go to dungeons. Yeah, totally. I mean, you that could was, attack you know, them the kind of in, in different orders and stuff like that. And it, uh, but re- I mean, it, really, it, that wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that you could like do the dungeons in any order. They just like here's four dungeons, get to them whenever you want. Uh, and so it, like that, and that opened up after you did some certain things. So there was still like a progression there. Uh, this one kind of does away with any of that like mandatory progression. Like you could like people are still going to end up doing the quests in a very certain way in terms of, I want to have all the divine beasts before I go, go see Ganon. I want to have all the memories and I want to do all these other things, but they are all optional and having that option kind of makes them feel much more, uh, you know, vital and important and interesting. And it's really cool. Just like the way the game's set up. Now we have all these really interesting kind of like speed run attempts, right? Where, yeah. you know, it's like how, just how strong do you have to get before you can feasibly beat Ganon? Like what's like, what's the most, like what's the least amount of, you can do? And we see people kind of getting there with like one hour in and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like crazy to think about. And it's not like, you know, there's like a 30 minute 
Ocarina of Time Speedrun, but there's like, you know, you're, you're reprogramming the game inside. Yeah, they're, it, like, they're doing all these glitches and stuff. And, yeah, like, totally. Right, all this weird stuff. This is, you know, this, you know, this isn't cheating. This is just like real kind of ridiculous skill stuff. Yeah, I, th- really I think cool. I, that will make this one of the most interesting speedrun games for sure. I, I mean, I, it's going to get to a point where someone beats this game in like five, ten minutes, it feels like. Um, Oh yeah, which crazy. is gonna be. They'll figure out a way much. to like get off of that tutorial plateau even sooner than you ha- you need to and right. stuff like that. But I'm like, I so, wonder what the 100 percent speedrun is gonna look like for this game because that's gonna. I be don't like, know. There can't be one. That yeah, so long. It would be Maybe, like a marathon. Like it would. Have it to can't be, like be all the core seats. No, be like yeah, all shrines. Maybe all the sh- yeah, all the shrines. And then beat Ganon. Yeah, that seems so long. All the shrines, all the memories, and then beat Ganon. Memories. Like all the like the all like the, all those three like main quests that you get. now. I. Did not look online for any help except one thing. I don't know if you needed this too. What was but, it? So I got all the memories but one because I knew the one was in Hyrule Castle, mm-hmm. right? So like I got that one, and then like I went back and input. She's like, "Here's the last memory." I was like, "Okay, where's this place?" And Jeff, I swear to God, I spent you know a couple hours just going to like map points, looking for this place, trying to find it. They don't give you much to go on at all. It's like you're take, you take a picture of a picture. You can't make out the features. I just had no idea where this place was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten all the memories yet. I, I've gotten really oh. distracted with so many other things, uh, that I, I'm like, I am trying to do the pictures like, uh, like one at a time. Like when I remember that quest, I'm like, Oh yeah, I should keep doing the, those memories. Um, I've gotten most oh, of them. Really? I think I only, I think I have all of them, but four now, I think. See, I, was, I don't know why. I was just, like, really good about – well, there's that painter guy who always kind of tells you yeah, what totally. one sort of is. Yeah, I just, but yeah, I, I, I I'll, I'll I see him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should go do this, and then I'll get distracted yeah. with, like, three well, or four other I'm things. I'm going to see if you'll be able to find where this, this like, last yeah, one is. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, give it a shot. I just, like – I was at a – because, like, I was about to go fight again, and I was excited to beat the game, and I, like, knew I wanted to do this first. And then I got to this point where I was like, I just – I just need to find this thing so I can go beat the game now. So I just went online and found out where it was. And even honestly, when then I still was wandering around the general area for a while, as a you know, they make it kind of intentionally a lot harder than the other ones. But it was it was, it was difficult. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a shot. I I, I am uh, curious like how much fun people are having who are looking everything up online because um, it it is very rewarding to just go into the world and stumble across everything and be like. This thing seems important, and then getting rewarded uh, after doing it with like something that is like super powerful, like a uh, like a new set of armor or something like mm-hmm. that. That that's been very like I don't know. I've just loved that a ton. Uh, so if people are out there looking up everything, I hope they I hope they are still having a sort of fun. But uh, it just seems like that would ruin things. That said, I did look up um, the one thing I've looked up was how to get the, the climbing shirt because I. Uh, uh, I, I was like, I'm. I just want to get. I want to climb faster, and I've got the the bandana. I've got the climbing shoes. I it, just want to get the shirt. I didn't have. Any, I did. I didn't even get the bandana too late because I just like. Because like they they put the bandana somewhere you're just gonna find it because it's just under those those dueling mountains or whatever. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I just went right by it, or, or I don't know. Yeah. I just missed it until much later. I was like, oh, there that is. Well, that's nice to have. Yeah, for sure. And, and I I like upgrading all my gear. That's what I, I've been spending a lot of time upgrading gear. Uh, searching for great fairies, things like that. Yeah, no, even upgrading gear is fun because it's like you're kind of on that little scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. Like you find the one thing, then you take its picture and you can start kind of scanning around for it and all that. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Just kind of getting like lost in the folds of this game is what it feels like I've been doing. Uh, just and it's cool of. that this is a game, unlike Zelda game, other Zelda games, where like you can like right, you can fall down it. these pits where where yeah, you're like I'm gonna do this very specific side thing, uh, and I'm gonna do it for hours and hours and hours and hours, and you can yeah, like like you know I. Have more than 100 hours and i don't have all the memories yet so now were you would 
Or would you have preferred it if, like, the, the quote-unquote end game, like, took place after the end, right? Like, maybe the world was a little bit different, like, everyone acknowledged that you defeated Ganon. Because as it is, it just saves right before you fight Ganon, and you can go right. back to that. I, would you prefer it if it was, like, Zelda is, like, there now, and it's, like, a bit more of, like, obviously not too different, but, like, people talk to you maybe a little bit differently. Or, or I, I, I always prefer that in games, I think. Um, to have that to have your actions like recognized in the world by the characters and, and you know, in the, the architecture and the way things are set up and the way the world looks and moves. I can understand why it's not that way. Uh, but I, Oh, I do. I would have preferred had they done that and had Zelda just been at Harold Krausel talking about how she's going to rebuild it or whatever. We don't have to do anything with this stuff. I don't have to get a new quest, but I just would have preferred that. Right, and you could still have Hyrule Castle maybe be, you know, you know, infested with monsters on stuff. You know, why not? I right, guess. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it would have been, like, kind of a bit nicer to have that progression, but it's not that big a deal. Yeah, so it didn't hurt. It's not hurting anything mm-hmm. for me. So I guess here's kind of that, that the question is, is this the best Zelda? I mean, you said it was the best Nintendo game, so I, I guess... I do think it's the best Zelda, yeah. I mean, I... I it's it's just incredible to me that they've made this this systems based game where you can just kind of go out there and discover so much stuff forever. It just seems like such a mammoth game in every way, not just in terms of like square footage, but in uh, in my review I said it's both wide and deep. So it's like it is wide in terms of square mileage, but every one of those like every foot like inside of those miles uh, typically includes something for you to do, something for you to explore, to engage with. Um, and once you start engaging with that, you might spend a lot of your time in a very focused part of the map because you're, you, you are doing something very deep. And to have a, a Zelda game come out and do that, a Nintendo game, um, it just feels wildly impressive. Um, and it, yeah, it blew me away every minute. Like, yeah, there, there, there's highs and lows in terms of, uh, you know, the boss battles and things like that. And, um, you know, the dungeons and, and things. But for me, like, I, I wish that Wind Waker, the Wind Waker's oceans had felt as alive as is Hyrule mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, had that been the case, yeah, maybe that would be the best Zelda. But for me, this is the one that I'm like, this one's responding to me the most. And I've loved so many Zeldas. Uh, and that, that, for me, it was arithmetic. I'm like, I, um, I'm i playing this game. I'm like, this is, my, this is probably the best Zelda. Well, if it's the best Zelda, and I think... Some I think Link, Link's Awakening, you know, Link Between Worlds. These are some of the games that, and, you know, Ocarina of Time. These are all games that I consider to be some of my favorites, and some of the best games Nintendo's ever made. And if this is better than those, then it isn't the best game Nintendo's ever made. Uh, but I'm, I am curious to kind of see like where you're coming from because I know not everyone's going to have my my 100 like not everyone's going to agree with me 100 percent on that. So yeah, it's it's hard. It's definitely it's definitely up there. Uh... I will definitely say that I never had a Zelda game where I just, like, played it pretty much constantly every free second I had until I beat it, right? Like, I just did not want to stop. Because usually when I'm playing these games, the formula kind of is, well, once I beat this dungeon, I'm done for the day because I don't really want to get into, like, all the talking and all, like, Mm -hmm. the little fetch things and, like, little kind of things that aren't quite as fun that I have to do before I get to the next dungeon. You know, usually there's a lot of those. Like, in Twilight Princess, like, you had to go to that area, you had to, like, find all the spirit orbs or something Mm -hmm. weird like that, and the Skyward Sword did something... Uh, similar, right? And, yeah, Skyward you know, Sword turned, turned the overworld into like mini dungeons, and it was kind of yeah. they weren't as interesting, right? And this, you know, you don't have that issue here at all. Even even when you are doing the divine 
you know, beast. That's not like a real long drawn out process. You can mm-hmm. kind of just, you can get to that relatively quickly. You can leave it whenever you want to, if you want to do something else for a bit. Instead. Like, I mean, I could just, I was just playing the game nonstop, just constantly. Um, I think if I liked the whole like last 30 minutes of it more, it would very easily be that my favorite one. And it probably still is. It's hard to say. I always need a little bit more perspective. On yeah. I mean, I, I do like Wind Waker a lot. Wind Waker has always been like a very special game to me in ways. Um, just like, I don't know what that, like how much I enjoyed that game and how fresh that was at its time, even though gameplay wise, it wasn't as nearly as fresh as this, right? Like the things that are fresh. about Right. Yeah. It, it was visual. still doing Ocarina of Time and just with an ocean between yeah, you right. and, and the various dungeons and areas to explore. But just like, yeah, but the stuff this game does with the exploration and like the, the, the kind of gameplay interactions, the physics and the chemistry and just the, this organic multi, what the multiplicity they keep saying gameplay is just so, so good. It was just so freaking fun. There were just so many cool moments. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to say, but it's definitely it's definitely in there. It's in that discussion, which is pretty cool, right? It's, it's just it, it, at the very least, it's nice to have Nintendo come out with a game where it's like, oh, we should be talking about whether or not this is the best Zelda. Um, yeah, because for yeah. so long it was like you know people are like going to have two camps or three camps like Link uh, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. Uh, and some people have various different favorites between those. I, be like I Link's Awakening's mine, but there's like that. There's like those Link Awakening's outliers and those Majora's Mask yeah, outliers. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but in general, like there's there's these games in the Zelda series where it's like, okay, we're trying to recreate right. Ocarina of Time. We're trying to you know recreate mm-hmm. li- 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 uh, Link to the Past, um, things like that, and to have them come out with something that is equally as good, at least, and very different, and yet still mm-hmm. Zelda. All at the same time is, is it's special. It's nice. It's like okay, Nintendo can still do this. Can still do this better than almost anyone, um, and that is, I think, refreshing. And it's a, kind of a great way to like. It's a great place to be in games today because you get the sense that it's like uh, things are changing. Consoles, you know, people don't know where consoles fit in their lives anymore. Uh, people, um, you know, wouldn't mind if Nintendo stopped making consoles and started putting their games on other systems. And and this doesn't negate that argument necessarily, but for me, it justifies Nintendo doing kind of things however they want, because if they're still making games that are this good, I want them to kind of have the freedom to do whatever they want. Uh, Cause it, it, it has paid off in this case uh, in an I amazing mean, way. Right. And they could have just made another Ocarina of Time game really. Right. right. I mean, they could have remember the, uh, like the, Zelda Wii U demo that we saw like really early on we saw the Wii U right mm-hmm. like they showed like this is a tech demo that very much looked like HD Ocarina of Time kind right. of a thing and they could have made that game and there would have been a lot of people who would have really liked that and they would have yeah. you know justified the cost for easily and instead they you know they did do something really original and crazy and, and risky and interesting like, yeah and risky I mean, super risky all these ideas and, uh, could have backfired a, bit, a big time but they i don't know they figured it out it, it right. took them a long time it seems like they had a huge team working on this uh yeah i'm sure it was an expensive game to make uh and and that made mm-hmm. it all the more risky but and so and that's kind of one of the things actually i do want to talk about that's maybe a little bit uh, beyond this it, it makes me like kind of concerned like I hope Nintendo could still justify making games that are this big. You're always you're always terrified of this thing. I know it's like the Fire Emblem again. Yeah, it, I mean, it is because Fire Emblem's probably going to make like uh, if there's an accountant at Nintendo that looks at it, they're going to be like, "Man, Fire Emblem took us a couple weeks to make. It was super cheap. The team was like like a tenth of the size, and it's making like a ton of money on mobile. And Zelda's going to make a ton of money, uh, and it might be like a huge home run. 
Uh, but it also required a huge investment. And, and that's going to, I mean, accountants are going to look at that and be like, this doesn't make sense. We should just be making mobile I games. Think, I think Zelda's smart enough, I mean, Nintendo's smart enough to understand that the value of a game isn't necessarily just what it sells, yeah. right? Like, look at Ocarina of Time and how much value that just put in the brand alone, let alone, you know, right. alone from just how many copies it sold on Nintendo 64, right? To the point where, you know, you have. That, you know, thousands of items of merchandise and just all this brand stuff to the point where, you know, if you, in the Super Nintendo land, right, if you're going to see, like, a Zelda ride, it's going to be something kind of Ocarina of Time-ish or something. Like, even just stuff like Super Nintendo land, right? You're not going to make those kind of experiences based on Fire Emblem Heroes, right? Right. Those are going to be, like, Zelda and Mario. I, th- I think they understand that. And I, th- you know, and I think they also understand that it is good. Like, we could talk about, you know, Fire Emblem Hero maybe makes more money, but the, what Switch is doing for the Nintendo brand, or specifically uh, Breath of the Wild, I think is more important in a way, even if it doesn't necessarily make more money, right? Like, right. The, the fact that at the end of this year, when there's all the Game of the Year stuff, that Zelda has a very good chance of being of winning a lot of those, or at the very least being in those discussions, you know, like being at the Game Awards and, or what have you, and like, hey, there's Breath of the Wild up there. I think that's important for Nintendo still. And I, I think it's still important for them to say, yeah, we make some of the best games in the world. I, I think you're right that they do recognize that. And I, I hope it stays that way because artistically, clearly, there is no reason for them to stop making games like this. They are no. uh, kind of, on, uh, it feels like they're on top of their game. It feels like they, like I said, it's the best Nintendo game I've ever played. I think that they've ever made. Uh, and for them to be at that point this far into their in, into the progression of them making games it's very exciting and and I'm like I just want to see what they do next and I'm sure I'm sure they won't impress me like this for a long time um if they do again but this game gives me confidence that they will do it again that they will do something magical with Mario magical with Zelda magical with any of their other games new IP whatever that will just blow me away um, in the way that Breath of the Wild did, where before I'm like I wasn't I wasn't sure if they could anymore, and I don't know why. Right, yeah, but I just wasn't sure. We were sort of slow, like in a slow downward. Yeah, I'm like trend. you know, and of course that's 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 the way time works. That's the way age works. You know, my, Miyamoto's not as involved as he once was, and he was this you know had this golden touch for a really long time. But that's not going to last. Eventually, people like that get old and they do die and they go away. And and even before that, they get old and they just they lose their their motivation or what made it magical in the first place. Uh, and somehow it feels like this this company's figured out how to train this new generation of developers because uh, it was like a younger team working on this that were kind of doing the day to day grunt work. Somehow Miyamoto and you know Inuma trained these people in the way to make games that that you know is very reminiscent of the way I felt when I played you know Miyamoto games when I was younger. Yeah, and I'm really curious how much of that is the a generational thing that there was just a different younger team working on this and. You know, I wonder how much Anuma was was he as involved in this as he was in, like, say, Skyward Sword. And, and I, you know, I don't. It doesn't sound like it. it. Sounds like he was a much more. Uh, he was standing back in the way that Miyamoto had in the past. Um, right. It's what, yeah, it's kind of the impression I get, which is uh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm, the other thing. But no, they're just they're making that that making of Zelda documentary, yeah. which you wrote about today. What's the details on that? Actually, real quick. Not much. Just that it's a three part series, and it's, it starts tomorrow. I think like. I don't think they're releasing all three at once. I think like, the first part comes out. Where, where do you? Where can we watch it? I, I haven't read the. Story it didn't even yet. say okay. necessarily. I assume just their YouTube. All right. But I mean, they'll post it on. They said they gave it time, and I assume they'll post it on their Twitter at that time. All right. And it was, that time was like nine a.m. Pacific. I hope that goes. Pacific I hope that goes into depth into the depths of how they made it, and it's not just right. Like well, well, that stuff. talk was already. You know, they already did right. that hour, yeah. the half long talk or whatever at GDC, which was 
pretty informative. So mm-hmm. it'd be cool to see, yeah, you know, what this is about. So one other thing, I don't know, are you like uh, a a timeline conspiracy? You get kind of like into that and worrying because, like, I'm like just confused. I, I don't know if I'm. I'm kind of like somewhere to the side of the people who are really into that. I when I see things that I recognize. Uh, and I start, my brain starts like trying to piece it together because I'm, you know, I have a stupid human brain that wants to like make everything fit right. Um, I, I do start to do that myself, but I, I haven't, I've tried to actually avoid the Hyrule Historia because it does seem very uh, slapped together see, in a way that uh, is kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, I get it. But, and let's just, this, it's just, there's no place to really put this game right now. Well, yeah. There's it's, like, it's, indications yeah. that it's, well, there, cause there's that one memory in front of Hyrule Castle where Risotto clearly references, Skyward Sword, Ocarina of Time, and then Twilight Princess. It's like, okay, so maybe this is this one. But then it's like, well, why are there all these Wind Waker things here? And why yeah. is this island named after a Link's Awakening? Yeah, and the name like Link's Awakening. Yeah, and then like, yeah, exactly. Uh, all that stuff, you see all the names of things. Um, it rep- makes me think that maybe they don't care as much about the timeline. Oh, they as some don't of the care. Do. No, they definitely don't care. I think they, like, the, at, the, at most, they're just like, they're like, we'll just keep throwing stuff that is reminiscent of all these other games. And if people ask a, ask those questions later, we'll figure it out later, like where it I actually fits. So. Um, I don't think they knew when they made like, like, uh, four sword adventure where that was going. Yeah, no way. And yet it has a place. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, they figured it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure they retroactively did that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like if that's like the question I always have: Is the Hyrule story is something that like they always knew? No, or is yeah, that time? No like, way. Okay, how do we make this work? Uh, no, I mean because like you see, you go and you do you like see that like the Four Swords Adventures and like all of the like various uh, handheld games. Like like okay, if all of these are fitting on there, and some of them are like really silly. Um, like uh, you know, where he's like a train conductor, the Phantom Hourglass or whatever. Oh uh, no, that one very clearly takes place after Wind Waker. I know it's a very clear. I, I know clear progression between those. Ones. But even like even so, like it's like so it's just so ridiculous that they like are actually taking that seriously. And when you see that, see, it's I like. Evidence. I I, no. I wish they would take it more seriously. I, I mean, I, I like do too. I like, do too. But like, I like when there are the ties. Like there are little moments where they'll reference things from. It's always Ocarina that gets the most reference because it's. The one that everything's a sequel to Ocarina or right. to it because it, it's before the divergence yeah. of the timeline. So there's right, always it's the time Ocarina. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right. That's that one's always filled with all of those things, and yeah. So I, I like when they do, but I do wish that there would be at least you know, like I don't. If you're gonna do it, like either never release the Hyrule stories and, and get us going <laughs> on timelines, yeah. or like start being like, okay, yeah, there's a timeline. That, that's well, Skyward story. Sword, they made a very big deal about immediately telling us where it was in the timeline. Like, this is the first one. It's right here. And I, and I think they thought that's what, like, people were coming to Zelda for at that point. And I'm glad they realized with this one, it seems like they, at least it seems like they realized that, okay, there is a group of fans, and maybe every fan of Zelda wants this in a certain way, but that's not why anyone is really coming to Zelda. Right. Um, I, if you're coming there yeah. for the lore, you're, you're, you're. I think you want something else. There are better. So many of Zelda games are you. basically soft reboots. That's hard to like. Yeah. And they're sep- It's like if they're on a timeline, you have to do weird things like have these diverging paths, and you have to have them separated by like millennia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. here's the one where Link died, and here's the one where he <laughs> Link didn't. Fails timeline, and he just and goes. The funniest thing kid. I ever saw. It was after the idea of the Link Fails timeline where somebody had a Mario Fails timeline and that's how we get Splatoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. it, was, it was like Mario Sunshine, Link Fails and the Squids take over. 
<laughs> yeah, that's everywhere. perfect. The Mario Fields timeline. The, the other interesting thing that I just really wonder is what does the next Zelda look like after this, yeah, right? Yeah, for real. Because every time you kind of have like the the sort of relaunchy kind of game, the next one usually gets weird, right? Well, yeah, but you like take this engine After, after Link's in the past, weird. we had right. Link's Awakening. After uh, Ocarina of Time, we had Majora's Mask, you know? I, so it just Maybe like that's what the DLC is this time. I, I, I mean... Instead, you think, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe instead. Uh because and it will probably depend on how well that does, but I mean they have to like like they they did put a lot of money into this game and they are going to want to make more for a return on that investment uh, than they than they typically do. Uh, well, so the, the DLC is going to be that, but I, then I would imagine hopefully they would just kind of reuse a lot of these assets and do well, something that's what weird. Majora's Mask was, was right. We can flip those because usually it's like six years between a Zelda game. Majora's Mask happened a couple years later, right? Because it's the same exact engine and assets for the most part. Like this week, and you know, you know, they did a really smart thing with it. There, they made a real weird and different game, like gameplay wise, identical, but just like weird in all these other ways. Right, and I think but, um, that opportunity is here for them, absolutely. Like, I mean, this. Right. But can can you just like make like the sequel that is very much like this? But I don't know, like, oh, it's a little bigger and a little different, like this, or uh, yeah, because I think there's something a, weird, uh, like make it another Wind Waker thing with a boat or. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know which way they're going to go, but I think that there is enough of a seed here where if they amplified like certain elements that they could make a game that um, is still very similar, but quite different. Um, So I I mean, we had four games that were basically the same thing as Ocarina of Time. I think we could have a few that are like this. Yeah. And like, I mean, you don't clearly there's going to be a lot of like thirst out out there for more games like this. Uh, people are going to like start saying like, Oh, this is the breath of the wild version of blank. Like they're going to say, this is our game that we've, the series we've been making for a long time. Like there's going to be an assassin's creed. where like, this is the assassin's creed. That's more like breath of the wild. Like they're going to do that. Yeah. That's um, going to be really interesting to see the kind of influence right. that this has. So, on other yeah. Games. And I, I think that like, I don't think this is going to be like the nemesis system where people um, were saying it's going to be in games and then it never showed up anywhere. I think that, the way that the systems work in this game are going to be something that people are going to want to emulate in all other open world games. And Nintendo is going to want to, should want to capitalize on that and say, well, here's the real deal. Here's another Zelda. That's just like that. Um, I think we definitely get another one that is very similar to this on the scope um, on the switch, whether it's the weird kind or, or like the, the like the Twilight Princess kind of route where it's the same thing, but you know, different. Um, or if it's like Wind Waker, I don't know. Like, but we're definitely going to get another one kind of using this stuff that they've they've, they've planted here uh, on the Switch in like five five years, I think. And that'd be great. Yep, be all I it. agree. All right then. Yeah, uh, I'm, I don't think there's anything. I mean, there's a ton else, but I mean, nothing else that we yeah. need to really cover. No, uh, the goal question I keep asking myself is: Would I also have given this game a hundred, or would I have given it the uh, a yeah, ninety-eight, which is the coward's one hundred? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's the highest score I've ever given. Is is uh, is a ninety-eight? Because I don't want to. I'm like, I haven't given the one hundred yet. So, well, but, what, what, like, you know what? Are you still like kind of debating that? Like, like if you had to yeah, do it, I like, still if you, wonder. Like if the if the deadline was like the end of this podcast, what would you give it? Oh gosh, if it was the end of this podcast, I would I'd be a coward and give it a ninety eight. Really? Okay. Yeah, and huh. it maybe it is just because the last thing I did was that thing yeah. I liked the least. That very end. Are, are you? I mean, are you planning to go back in any significant way, or are you like there's too many other games? Well, I'll have to get back to it like when I have time. Significant might be harsh. I, I so I'm going on this this Canada trip for work, and that'll be a good excuse to bring a switch along and I'll probably just like do some shrine hunting there. Right. But a lot of my gaming now is 
working on that Persona 5 deadline, really. Right, yeah. So I hope the DLC gives us really compelling reasons to go back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm already assuming not, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the I first one's why. just like three like treasures that are hidden around the world and I Yeah, I I'm not, I'm not expecting much from the DLC. I, I hope though. I hope they've like got some like post in content that Like I'm expecting like there. a lot of like costumes <laughs> like Oh yeah, there's going to be a ton of that things. stuff. I just like, I don't I think just, there's going to be Give us a reason I'm, to go back into the world after like give us post like end content. Like I, I would love if it was like a uh Witcher 3 style DLC where like go to this new continent with like its well, own that story. Be, that would be but a whole thing. I, yeah, that that'll, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like okay. what if uh, what if the uh what if the DLC would see it took to like the island from Mix Awakening, like re- reimagined. I mean, How good yeah. would that be? That would be very good. Or go to Termina from uh George yeah. Mac. Just uh, something ridiculous like that. But I doubt. Yeah, me too. Uh, Termina would be great. If this actually was the Twilight Princess timeline, why not? You can go to Termina. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut you off there because no more time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep, I keep bringing up one last thing. Yeah, well, and, and, and if the one last thing is going to be timeline talk, I'm going to say hell no. We're done. We already did the timeline talk. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't, Twilight Princess, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't remember this. That may, might have been the failed timeline. I don't know. All right, guys, we are Just ending this podcast. Timeline. Um, I closed my podcast rundown because I uh, it was causing CPU issues. So, Mike, if you called me a funny name this week, I'm not going to have it. But why don't you tell everyone where you can? Wait, find- I wrote it. It was your your Twitter handle is Jeff Grub sucks of the wild thornberries. <laughs> it was too good not to say this. That week. is a, that's a pretty good I'm, one. I'm Tokoto T O L K O T O on Twitter, uh, and I'm always writing like games beats. And you can uh, check me out on the Exploding Barrel podcast that I do with my brother. So. That's me. And I'm uh, I'm Jeff Grubb on Twitter, uh, Beyond the Wild, Thornberry's Joke. And then uh, you can get me on YouTube every once in a while. I'll, I'll post a video there. I, I've been posting a lot of Zelda stuff. Um, uh, YouTube.com forward slash Jeffrey Grubb. And beyond that, yeah, gamesbeat.com. Email the podcast at games plus podcast at vitribeat.com. If you guys have any comments on this, any uh, thoughts. Um, and yeah, that's going to do us do it for our Zelda spoiler show. We'll be, we'll be back next week. Mike, when are you going to Canada? Uh, I will be gone. I think I'm like I leave. Okay. I leave Sunday. So off the plane for that whole work week. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'll be back next week. We'll see who else will be with me. Uh, get, catch you guys next time. Bye.